Hey there, it's Lorna here, and I just wanted to pop in here quickly to, well, request a little something from you. If you've been listening to the Daily Strides podcast for any length of time and you're enjoying it, you're getting some benefit, you and your horse are having better conversations, it would mean the world to me if you could pop over to iTunes and leave us a review. It is the number one way that I can reach new riders all over the world. And also, well, I just enjoy reading them. Thanks. Bye. Are you, like me, part of a very special group of riders around the world who have taken on an OTTB, a retired racehorse from the track with the sole purpose of hopefully giving them the best possible start in their new career? Well, this is for you. Hi there, my name is Lauren Leeson and this is the Daily Strides Podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world to help you have a little bit of a plan, get a little bit of inspiration and hopefully make the most of your time in the saddle each and every day. You know, our tagline, if you want to call it, is make every ride great. And the reason I came up with that was because, well, I saw a lot of riders that every ride wasn't great at all it was becoming pretty mediocre in fact it looked like the same 30 minutes on repeat month after month year after year and well my goal is to help get you out of that little rut and start moving forward and making progress in your riding again does this have to be to do with competitions or anything fun and fancy like that it can be if you want but no no we just want that you and your horse are constantly having better conversations together, better communication together, and that also you are all the time having fun, feeling inspired, and at the end of every ride, both of you walk away from it feeling, yep, that's a good one, we can put that in the bank. And of course, those are the building blocks that you and your horse can then start to really and truly create a solid foundation together. And on that note of the whole solid foundation, Let's get into today's topic, which is something very dear to my heart, something that I absolutely love talking about, I love doing, and that is working with retired racehorses or thoroughbreds that have come off the track and helping them to, well, just ease into their new career, whatever that career may be. Now, a lot of people will back away from racehorses, and of course, there's a couple of I suppose, prerequisites we have to talk about before we even go anywhere to do with actually getting in on their backs and getting them working. But, um, you know, racehorses are lovely. Thoroughbreds are lovely. They really and truly, I personally think and believe that they will give you 110%. They are lovely, wonderful horses. But it's very true that they all do have to be treated differently. And differently in maybe some of them need some downtime when they come off the track. Some don't. Um, some of them take a little bit longer to adjust to their new life you find a lot of that comes into relaxation and also then how they've been trained and also i find whatever discipline they're going forward with um, or you want them to go forward with for example dressage might take a little bit longer than maybe just pleasure riding or trail riding so yeah it, it really does depend on what you're looking for and then obviously making sure that all the bits and bobs are checked the teeth, the backs, the muscles, the hooves, that's a big one, the hooves, um, and everything is, I suppose, ready that when you do actually start working together, you guys are ready to hit the ground running together. So let's say you have all those checks done, you, you know your horse pretty well, 
you might know them at all, but you've kind of decided that, you know what, we're ready to start working now, whatever kind of point that is in his journey or whatever timeline that has been since he came off the track, you're ready to go. The first thing I'm going to tell you that you need to focus on is relaxation. Relaxation, a lot of people think it's a physical thing. Of course it is, but the physical element of it comes from the mental side of it. And I find the mental side of it is more to do with the emotional end of it, okay? So really important that you start working on relaxation. And I personally believe this starts with groundwork. It starts with even just them understanding that grooming now can be something that's pleasurable, that's enjoyable, that is something that you can bond with. And where a lot of riders kind of get a little bit discouraged here is they try and force it on the horse. They're like, okay, we are going to groom for 30 minutes now. This poor horse is like, oh, go away. So really important that you just kind of, you know, it's like you going for a massage. It's not enjoyable if you don't want to be massaged. eh? You have to want it for it to be enjoyable. So same applies to your horse. And I think that in working with this, you can start to then reset the, the baseline for what relaxation is. Now, I'm also going to suggest that at this point, if you could ride out a little bit in company at the very beginning, you might also find it helps the horse. And the reason is these horses are used to being ridden in company. In fact, when we take them and we put them into an arena on their own and we ask them to, first of all, focus and to work for us for maybe 20 or 30 minutes, it can get a little bit overwhelming for them, okay? And they start to feel a little bit like, oh... Oh, so they, they, you know, horses, as we all know, are herd animals. Um, but I really believe the herd instinct is fairly strong in a racehorse, okay? So you want to definitely try and use their natural instincts and also use how they have been working up to this point to help almost springboard the two of you or to, to build a bridge across to where you want to go. So something simple like having another horse just walking around in the arena doesn't have to be doing anything fancy, but that it feels like it's not going to be alone can very much help when it comes to relaxation and setting relaxation. Now, second part I'm going to talk about is sometimes you have to allow things, okay? This also kind of builds into relaxation. So what you might find is in your initial rides, and I'm saying initial, I'm probably talking about the first maybe three months or so, you might find that when new questions are asked or when things just get a little bit, can we say dicey, that the horse feels a little bit like, oh, I didn't do that correctly. They tend to get a little bit stressed. That anxiety comes, it shows up and you get that in the excess tension. Now, this can also show the other side of the coin where the horse is really excited to be ridden and is like, woohoo, the day is young and so are we, let's go. Um, And he wants to show you exactly what he's made of, okay? But sometimes allowing can actually be a better way to bring things back and to almost ease into the relaxation. Now, I'm not talking about galloping flat to the mat around an arena or anywhere else, okay? But just letting them on a little bit, letting things on, letting it out, obviously in a controlled manner, uh, that you're letting it on and then you're gently bringing it back. First of all, it, it helps the horse by the horse is not feeling as confined or restricted. The horse also understands the concept of being allowed on a little bit, okay? So it helps them to relax into that and it helps you to just almost disengage and move away from this feeling of wanting to control everything all the time because 
That doesn't help anything. First of all, you can't control everything. All you can do is control yourself. You can hope to influence the horse by controlling yourself, but you can't control the horse. You need to get that clear, okay? And sometimes when we're on, well, you know, when you're riding uh, the equivalent of the Ferrari, sometimes you feel like, well, maybe I need to rein this in and control it a bit. And of course, that is going to work against the relaxation again, okay? So, thinking about just allowing it out and not again in a safe manner okay where it's safe to do so and then gently bringing it back it's like this lovely give and take it's the conversation that's what a conversation is and then over time you're refining the conversation the conversation becomes better it becomes that you're understanding each other more and just on that note this is where then you also need to start thinking about developing your leg aids so a lot of riders they'll jump into the saddle i think okay it's all about the seat and yes your seat's important but bear in mind that your horse your thoroughbred your ottb your retired racehorse really doesn't have any cooking clue what's going on with the legs in fact if he was to feel legs he'd probably think well i'm supposed to go faster out of this okay this is the whole thing it's pressure pressure means i need to move it a little bit so let me move it a little bit okay and you need to start almost resetting that program in their head okay bringing it back a little bit way hey buddy uh -uh. that's not what it means at all in fact my leg is something lovely and you're going to have to get used to it because well it's going to be there all the time okay and you need to start resetting that now again it is no good going into that, I suppose, that, can we say, that working relationship that you're now going to reset the leg when there's a lot of anxiety there. This needs to be done where there is relaxation present. So it could be something as basic as maybe going for a walk and then just gently allowing your horse to get used to that and consider it. Now, I really and truly believe that your voice is a really important part of this, um, your voice aid, and of course your seat aid as well, okay? But don't just focus on the seat is what I'm trying to say. You have to really, the horse needs to learn about your leg aids. But if you can start to work on the ground, and again, building up like what I said at the beginning and um, you're working with your voice and uh, I truly believe it's the tone of your voice it's how you speak to the horse as opposed to what you're saying you can say gobbledygook not really going to matter and um, it is what you are saying and I also believe that what you're saying you is more for you that you need to can we say mirror that across in how you are physically approaching the situation, okay? There's no point in you telling the horse to relax and you're all wound up like a piano string. That ain't gonna work, okay? So thinking about it, if you, if you want to really get focused on what you're saying, think about it as being, you're saying it for you, but how you're saying it is for the horse, if that makes sense. And then as you do that on the ground, you can then begin to bridge that across to when you get into the saddle. That can be bridged. That can be taken there. The horse understands a couple of things. He understands that there's a tone and that, you know, depending on what you're saying and how you're breathing and how you're coming across, that, that means different things. And this is where you can really and truly start your horse to understand more about your aids, and not only your leg and your seat aids, but the overall balance of aids and how that has changed change from where he was on the racetrack to where he is right now with you getting ready getting set to go on this absolutely new career it is so exciting and yeah you want it to be a good experience for all involved okay if you currently have an ottb not not kind of a thing isn't it anyway if you have one of those in your life if you have a retired racehorse we are currently, right now, looking for founders for a new program that is coming out. This will be working very closely with me. Um, it will be 
together working with it 12 weeks with you and your horse, you can find out all the information over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash OTTV. There we go, pretty simple, eh? But yeah, it's really exciting. We actually have a couple of stables filled with new people here on the farm, new horses here on the farm that we're going to be working with as well over the 12 weeks. So if you have an interest in this and you have a horse that you're ready to work with, let us know and yeah, we can chat and we'll get back to you then. Have a great one, keep well, and I'll chat to you soon. Be good, bye.